Super Talk Mississippi media production. Taylor Swift is coming to New Orleans, and Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and Super Talk are giving away a free pair of tickets. For your chance to win, go register now at Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from Margaritaville and Super Talk 103.1. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard, along with Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Hump Day. Well, I got to start out by uh, apologizing for the abrupt exit yesterday, with one segment remaining. Apologize to you and, and, and grateful to you and Will for taking over there. Uh, when you said, I see a tornado headed for the Renaissance, I, uh, just a, a minute or so after that, my wife sends a, a text and says, she was at work. We're hunkered down in the bathroom right now, and the tornado is headed right for our house, and I hot-tailed it out of here. Fortunately, it looks like it passed over but never actually dipped down, I think is the way you would describe that. Yeah, we had several tornado warnings yesterday that were radar-indicated. I can think of a handful that were actually observed and touched down, but because of the straight-line winds and all the inundation, there's still a lot to be sorted out. Yeah, Um, and so anyhow, uh, happy to report and and very grateful that uh experienced no damage to my property and my sweet dog was he stays home he's fine with that by himself uh when uh even when julie and i are out but i was worried about him of course oh yeah uh and he was fine uh but i will say this between here and there it was quite dark as you know we can see it right here uh out the studio windows and I think before I left, you even said, there's like one right there coming across the interstate, which was between uh, here and my my residence. And I was just extremely careful. My wife, I told my wife I was going home. I was leaving early, and she actually implored me to stay, to not go. It's a big, sturdy building. Yeah. I, I I know, and it, I was torn. I will say the wind was blowing quite hard, and I, it's not every day you see white caps on the roads. Literally, the water, it was raining so hard, and the wind was blowing so much that in a, almost a, a combination horizontal and vertical fashion, which is scary unto itself, right? That's kind of the straight-line wind situation. But I'm serious, there was white caps, and there is a... A two-lane 
uh, road that I have to traverse to get to my neighborhood. And that was a little dicey because there are no shoulders. And I could feel the wind buffeting my vehicle, you know, trying to keep it kind of in line there. So I'll tell on myself, I there was no traffic, and I drove in the middle of the road. <laughs> so it's to kind of reduce the risk of falling off, literally, off the shoulder there. No, well, no shoulder, but the end of the road, into the ditch. Anyhow, good good news is it's all okay. It's, everything's fine. Lots of debris all over the place, of course, which you would expect. Just tree debris, primarily. Uh, everything else is, is good. But uh, we'll say that – and i got to tell you, when I – made that exit off the interstate, and I looked at the Renaissance because I, I just could remember that was that was ringing in my ear, you saying, it's crossing over or going to the Renaissance, and I was just worried I was going to see damage. And it had been such a short period of time since uh, uh, that was reported, and, and my seeing it with my eyes, there wasn't enough time to know, and I was tuned into you guys to see. But anyhow... Uh, all good. New Orleans, on the other hand. Yeah, that came along a little later in the afternoon after the sun had started to set, although it wasn't quite down all the way because there are tons of videos out where it's it's that twilight hour where the sun's not quite gone to bed and there's still a little bit of light, but then there's just this massive funnel cloud passing through and doing all kinds of damage. It uh, That was worrisome. Uh, but it was one uh, one fast-moving track of storms. That's the thing that really impressed me more than anything, is when we started the show, watching the radar, it just seemed to kind of be in place, sort of, sort of just spinning, I guess, if you will, moving a little bit uh, southwest to the northeast. But as it moved across the state, it gained a great deal of steam, and uh, which is exactly what... Our meteorologist said yesterday that we might expect. But and there's a reason the, the pretty much the entire state was under a tornado watch. We've gotten reports from all across the Magnolia State of, if not tornado damage, straight line wind damage. I mean, yeah. there's uh, there's pictures from Edwards where there's a pretty clear path of destruction, trees knocked down, power lines down. Yep. Uh, there's videos in Greenwood of power lines down. There's uh, pictures coming out of Starkville and Mississippi State's campus with trees down on cars. Thankfully, I have not seen any reports of any serious injuries. I've seen a few reports of scrapes and bruises and bumps and stuff, but nothing serious. If I'm wrong on that, let us know. Yeah. And, in fact, we've got uh, Stephen McRaney, the executive director of MEMA, on the program at 1020 in the next segment. And, in fact, we'll... Get an update from Mr. McRaney, and I'm sure that uh, he's got all the information with respect to any sort of damage that occurred across the state. But honestly, I think it's fair and accurate to say it could have been a lot worse that we were spared uh, the, the the serious brunt. And the warnings were there, right? For a couple of days, uh, we had been told the conditions were favorable for the formation and the energy in the atmosphere, and even the meteorologist yesterday uh, talked to us about that. So anyhow, uh, heard heard of no casualties, did you, um, in the state, which is, of course, the most important thing. 
Uh, yeah, because, I mean, there was the update that there was the one fatality in Texas. Right, right. Because of this same storm. But I haven't seen any reports of any loss of life or anybody getting seriously hurt by the, the severe weather yesterday okay. in the Magnolia State. Well, that's good to hear. and uh, but Lots of property damage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cars can be bought again. Houses can be rebuilt. Stores can be reopened. Yep. But you can't put a life back together. So true. So, anyhow, we uh, we just, um, of course, got to be weather aware because we're approaching that month, which typically is the one with most outbreak of severe weather. So, got to be weather aware and, and thank the good Lord that we were spared. That's the main thing there. But uh, appreciate you joining us. We've got Clayton Stanley coming up at 11.05. He's president of the Alliance, Corinth and Alcorn County, Mississippi Economic Development Agency. And he will discuss the adverse effects of antitrust legislation targeting the American technology industry. Looking forward to that discussion. But uh, other than that, you got uh, a couple of notable figures who have tested positive for COVID. Hillary Rodham Clinton being one of those she has tested, and uh, so has White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, both of whom are uh, vaccinated and uh, say they have mild symptoms. But nonetheless, Ms. Psaki says she will not cross the pond with her boss, President Joe Biden, who's headed to Europe uh, to meet with NATO allies to discuss this Ukraine situation, she will stay back and uh, follow the quarantine guidelines, I guess, as you might say. But that all popped up uh, yesterday. The other thing that's, of course, going on is this hearing up there on the hill of Katanji Brown-Jackson, the judge, who is Joe Biden's nominee for the Supreme Court, Day two of the hearings underway, and uh, that was that was really something. I don't know if you guys caught any of that, but it was uh, rather fascinating. The, the Republican senators questioning Judge Brown, I guess, Judge Brown-Jackson, I should say, uh, gave her a little bit of grief. That's their job, but it wasn't the circus that the Kavanaugh hearing was, and uh, a, uh, Amy, uh, what's her name, Amy Comer? Uh, Coney Barrett. Yeah, Coney Barrett. It uh, wasn't quite that crazy, but nonetheless, they I think they did their job and their due diligence and a lot of homework. One in particular interesting question came from Senator Marsha Blackburn, and uh, We got some video and audio we'll play for you later on. But coming up next from the Element Well Studios, Stephen McCraney, Executive Director of the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency. He'll give us an update on that severe weather that rolled through yesterday. Stay with us.
Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do it. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. in the Element Wealth Studios, Midday Super Talk Mississippi. 
Thank you so much for joining us and joining us now on the line. Stephen McRaney, the executive director of MEMA. Thanks for joining us this morning, Stephen. Stephen, good morning to you, sir. Hey, check your uh, your mute there, Stephen. Rhino? Want him to call back in, maybe? All right, looks like we got uh, kind of a problematic connection there. We're going to try to get Mr. McRaney back uh, on the line, just have him call in. Apologize uh, for that, folks. We'll wait for Rhino to do that. Uh, in the meantime, on the C Spire text line, one life lost in Arabi, Louisiana. Appreciate the update on that. I don't think any were lost that I'm aware of, and we'll ask Stephen of that, of course, in the state of Mississippi. Uh, let's see. Curtis and Biloxi says, is there some special requirement that if you are a female and become a judge, you have to use both your maiden and married name? You know, I don't know. And I don't really know if there's such a a standard on that. You see that, of course, not only in uh, the political realm, but often in the business realm as well. I think it's just a matter, I guess, of choice for a uh, a married female in general, that they might uh, use both their maiden and their married names as part of their name. Not really sure. How that works, maybe somebody out there smarter than me knows what would uh, compel or possess uh, a person to, I guess, use that and style their name that way, a female, as opposed to just using their married name if they're married. And I don't know, maybe some married females use their their maiden name. I'm not sure. I don't know that I've ever seen that. But Anything is possible these days, that is for sure. We shared with you yesterday the school in New York that allows students to uh, register and indicate their preferred first name and all of their, their documents, all of their activities, all of their identities uses that preferred name. All right, we've got uh, Stephen on the line. Better. Yes, sir. Hey, great. Better connection there. Appreciate that, Stephen. So we've been talking to uh, kick the show off this morning about this bad weather that swept through our state uh, yesterday. I don't know if you caught it, but it towards the last segment just prior to that in, in our three-hour show yesterday, uh, Rhino had reported that a tornado was headed in the direction of where my house is, and my wife had, had uh, texted and said, she was at work, hunkered down in the bathroom, and said a tornado is headed for the house. And I, I guess, did what you probably shouldn't do. I got in my car and decided I got to go there, you know. And my my dog was in there and so forth, was worried and was just careful and had made the decision. If it looks bad, I'm I'm getting out of here, you know. I'm going to go find a place to to park. But anyhow, we're spared nothing bad. Give us an update from uh, across the state. What happened yesterday? Yeah, yesterday was a, a tremendously busy day uh, for the whole state of Mississippi. You know, storms, it, it ran from the south to the north just like one line that, that went across, and then it uh, started kind of breaking up late in the day. But uh started out around Warren County. Uh, that was our first places that we started getting some damage from, and then uh, shut down I-20 at Edwards. Uh, yeah. That, uh, uh, the, the tree debris there. 
uh, and trees on uh, homes and, and uh, a church uh, in that area. So we've got about 12 counties within the state, and it runs uh, anywhere from Adams County, kind of at a diagonal line straight up through the top right of the state uh, above Lowndes County. Uh, we're looking at about 18 different paths of tornadoes that probably got us at one time or another that we've got to go out and inspect. The National Weather Service is going to go out and hmm. inspect those and see just what it was. And, and as we were watching uh, things develop yesterday, some of the, the just a straight line winds, 80 miles an hour in some of those places. I mean, if you stick your hand out the window at 70, you can feel that. But you're talking about a home, a house, an old tree. And uh, then we, we watched it late into the night. Yesterday was one of those long days. You're up before daybreak and you're afterwards. It felt like I was farming again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it... Uh, uh, down in the lower part of the state, we watched uh, uh, New Orleans last night. Uh, got family down in Bell Chase and and was conversing with them, and that one was coming right into Hancock County. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it shut off, and we were spared on that one. That's that's a bad one for New Orleans, but a good a good thing for Mississippi. And I but we knew it, right? I mean, it, the uh, yeah. the forecasters had told us for three or four days that everything was kind of uh, brewing up to be uh, a severe weather situation the conditions in our state. So we had lots of uh, advanced warning, but I guess there's some things you can do, but you're sort of limited uh, to a great extent with yeah. Mother Nature. Yeah, when you when you get in the bullseye like that, we, we've got uh, – I, I just have to give a lot of credit. You know, there, there's 83 emergency managers out there, all the counties and the Band of Choctaw Indians. We, we're constantly – we have district meetings, and we're, we're – how can we get poised for it? And even the, the signaling back and forth, they do a tremendous job. And, and and I take that we had two injuries yesterday. Now, you think about everything that happened throughout the entire state of Mississippi. We're only getting reports in of, of two injuries during the storm. Now, wow. cleanup is another problem. Yeah. That, uh, people need to be safe. And, and, and no deaths. So I take that as uh, that they were prepared. They were talking to their constituents. And we were sounding that message as well. So that's in the plus column. Uh, that's that's the one I'm going to take. But but when Mother Nature puts a bullseye on you, you've just got to deal with it. And uh, we're here to, to help put things back together on the backside. We're currently doing our assessments through the county emergency managers. Uh, they're they're going throughout their districts. We we turned on the self report system here at MEMA okay. at msema.org. There's a self report tool. If somebody's got damage, take a picture of it. And I'm actually looking at the map above my head that uh, that they're populating as people are doing that already. So. Okay. That's a way to give us a sounding board. Okay. Yeah, that's that's awesome and uh, excellent application of technology to collect that information uh, rapidly and, and accurately, especially with the pictures. I mean, you get the, the first-hand view right there without having to go Absolutely. physically inspect. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like when you have an accident in your car and your insurance company tells you you take a picture exactly. of the left quarter panel. We're doing that same kind of technology with homes now, giving them a front view, sides, back, and we can actually look at that and get a much clearer picture, speed up this process if we get the chance to make a declaration request to FEMA. Uh, and we're able to do that in timely because the more days you go, the more damage, the more, I mean, people are putting uh, blue roofs on the uh, yeah. homes right now. So we want to get that done as quick as we can. Yeah, we discussed earlier uh, to our, our south there and uh, west in some cases, uh, New Orleans. A little shocking that New Orleans typically, of course, is a target of hurricanes and flooding. Tornadoes are a little unusual, but uh, one struck there, and I think there was a fatality around the area. Right. We were. I was. I was actually watching the broadcast uh, in New Orleans, and and I think that uh, the uh, the meteorologist there, she'd been there for a long time. I remember seeing her back in the the early nineties uh, when I was with Response, and. Uh, 
first tornado she had ever seen in New Orleans wow. running across there. And uh, it was a very significant broadcast she had. I mean, you could feel it, uh, the, wow. the way she was talking about her city and what was happening. Thought she would never see that within a city. And then you watched it as that tornado went across, and you saw all the transformer booms, the, the flash of lights, and uh, you just knew that, that, that somebody was going to be in harm's way. Yeah. All right, so what about as they, as they moved uh, further to the east, uh, our neighbors in Alabama, what uh, what do you know about that? Yeah, I've been talking to Brian Hastings yesterday. He's the uh, executive director in Alabama. We actually had a conference about a week and a half ago. We knew this was coming, and we were all talking about it. Uh, I got a text this morning from Will Ray out of North Carolina. The, the emergency manager, hey, anything you need, Mac, just tell me, and I'll send it. And, and that's kind of what we do. I, I call it the Southeastern Conference of Disasters <laughs> is where we are uh, because we have more than anybody. But yeah. uh, it's just where we live. But uh, they, they've done well so far. Uh, they've had a little bit more on the injuries uh, side. and um, uh, so. But uh, they were clearing roads late last night. I was talking to him about 1130, and I told him good night. i I got to go back into work. <laughs> but uh, Alabama's uh, just as well as Mississippi is. Where this is uh, springtime weather in Mississippi, yeah. it is what we're used to, but we got to prepare for it. Yeah. Uh, we're I'm a little concerned about some of the tributaries in the state. You know, we were we were at some higher levels than I was comfortable with in some of the rivers, and so we, as we look at this flows mid to down south, uh, I'm, I, I do have some concerns there. But uh, we're going to watch those meters uh, very very closely, and we're talking with the local emergency management directors as as that proceeds. Gotcha, Stephen. Thanks for joining us this morning, and also. So thanks to you and your team. I know when they have to uh, mobilize under situations like this, uh, it's lots of long hours, and we appreciate it. Absolutely. It's what we love to do, and uh, it's all about the people of the state of Mississippi. So, uh, but the quicker we can get it done, the better their lives are going to be. We can get it back to a little bit of normal. You take care, sir, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for the call. Yes, sir. Middays from the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a high of 64. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low down to 42. Your Thursday will roll in with sunny skies, high near 66. Thursday evening, mostly clear, low around 40. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 68. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey, Mama, tell everybody about your website, HonestlyBeef.com. Simply visit HonestlyBeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's HonestlyBeef.com. And remember, use the code word RADIO for free shipping. March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all new state of the art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Dream, the new degree of comfort. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former Mississippi gubernatorial candidate John Arthur Eves Sr. has passed away at the age of 86. Eves ran for Mississippi governor three times and served in the state legislature. The longtime Jackson attorney is best known for his involvement in a lawsuit on behalf of the families that lost their loved ones in the 1998 bombings of U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania. It was the first time the U.S. Supreme Court upheld a decision against a sovereign state, in this case, Iran, for sponsoring terrorists. Visitation is scheduled for Thursday at 10 with an 11 o'clock service following at Pine Lake Church in Madison. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. 
and check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Super Talk Mississippi Middays on this hump day. It has uh, been a busy week already into the third day, the middle, the hump day of the week. Crude oil up again today. You bought any gas lately, folks? Uh, West Texas Intermediate trading up five bucks to $115. Brent crude. 121. So this continues to be top of mind for many Americans as they are just aghast when they go to the pumps, fill up their vehicles. I'm hearing people aren't even filling up. They're trying to sort of ease the stress of the cost and maybe level it out a bit, and they're opting for not totally filling up, but going less than a full tank, leaving some room, and then coming back later just to kind of, again, soothe the pain, if you will. Uh, And that, of course, is driving markets downward today. The president headed over to visit with our NATO allies. There's Lots of talk about what to do with the sanctions on Russia. Should we impose more? And, of course, as long as Europe, this country, of course, has already banned the import of Russian oil, which is kind of de minimis in terms of its impact. It's more symbolic than anything. But... Europe, which is a major customer, the European Union, Western Europe, for the Russian oil companies, which are owned by the state, that's providing the vast majority of the the funds that Vladimir Putin is using to prosecute the war 
in Ukraine. The question is, should Europe eliminate and uh, also ban Russian imports of gas and oil, energy, which they so so much rely on, if they did that, what would be the impact to society in Europe, to their economies, to just their existence? That's a concern. But on the other hand, if you don't ban it, the money keeps flowing into Russia, and he seems to have no inclination, he being Vladimir Putin, of relenting his assault, his invasion, his commission of war crimes, honestly, and heinous acts against humanity. This is quite the conundrum. In the meantime, we got Joe Biden, if you haven't heard, folks, negotiating with Iran as a way to replace and backfill the loss of energy should it come to that from Europe into Europe into uh, excuse me from Russia into Europe so we're going to ban Russian oil and we're not going to promote and change the regulatory environment in this country to promote more oil and gas production here no we're not going to do that we're going to go with hat in hand to Iran And part of the terms of the deal in Iran is to allow them to restart their nuclear ambitions. And something else that is a part of that deal, part of the terms, and they're haggling over it, is whether or not this country, the United States, will remove the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps as a sanctioned terrorist organization. Now, this group is responsible for killing hundreds of Americans. They are a bona fide terrorist organization, maybe the most prolific on the planet. And this country, led by President Joe Biden, is strongly considering dropping that designation which has all kinds of implications on on how we operate, how we adopt policy, how we respond to any actions they commit. This is crazy. The other thing is, it looks like we're going to allow Russia, as part of these negotiations, to be heavily involved, if not completely in charge of building nuclear power plants in Iran. Now, let me get this straight, Rhino. You've talked about this many times, your belief that nuclear energy should be, and I'm with you, should be a a key component of an overall diverse energy production strategy. We ain't doing that in the United States. But we're going to sign up the Russians to do it in Iran. I mean, what could go wrong with that? How did we get to that point? Especially considering the major pushback from the the public at large on nuclear is Chernobyl, which is Russian-built and Russian-handled 
and it's a Russian fiasco. Yep. Good point. So might we be constructing more prospective Chernobyls in Iran? I mean, isn't there a rip the same that? corners? Yeah, exactly. Because they don't care about people. <laughs> That's the, as much as we have people, even in this country, but certainly abroad in the UN and all these woke organizations, are constantly criticizing, sometimes quite harshly, this country and ascribing us as a nation that commits serious human rights uh, violations. But yet, this is crazy if you think about it, yet in this country, I believe, were we to construct in earnest nuclear power plants that could be done extremely, if not almost perfectly safely, and solve a lot of our energy problems and appease the greenies, right? Because it produces no carbon. But yet, the major sticking point for nuclear is regulation and an unfriendly government. Right. Because, yes, it would cost a whole heck of a lot more to build a nuclear power plant than it would a coal fire power plant or a natural gas power plant. And it's going to cost more to put into that in the first 10 years before you get a profit than building natural natural gas or coal-fired. Unbelievable. So if you have a regulatory environment that makes it tough for natural gas or coal-fired, why would you invest the time, energy, and money into nuclear when it's a bigger investment, a riskier investment, you have a longer time period before you're going to see a profit? Why worry with it? It's it's mind-boggling. It, the the double standard of oh we can't do that here, but we can <laughs> we can sanction, if you will, Russia to do it in Iran. It makes no sense. It's one of those you can't make it up sort of deal. All that with hat in hand because they simply will not get off the bandwagon of attacking the American fossil fuels industry. I also read a report, you may have seen this, folks, that one of the reasons that producers in this country are not readily investing in more production of oil is because of the outrageous price of sand. You seen that? The pro- and that, this is something that's been going on for uh, some time, but the price of sand, the transportation price of it, the price of the material itself is uh is causing problems for these guys and they're not they're not just willing to go out and make more investments because of this just rapidly increasing price of sand. And that's used primarily in fracking. They say it's three times as expensive as it was last year, in just over a year. Wow. 
So it's very special sand. It's needed apparently for fracking. It's 185% more expensive just in, over the last few months. So folks are saying, the frackers are saying, we can't produce uh, affordable oil at that price, and therefore we're just not going to do it. Man. we got to come back with some sound from Katanji Brown's hearing. Stay with us. We'll be right back on Middays. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 82 to 130.86. July cotton was up 78 to 127.07. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 27 and a half to 1724 per bushel. July soybeans were up 24 and a half to 1703 and a half per bushel. May corn was up 11 and a quarter to 764 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was up 9 and 3 quarters to 739 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down 135 to 134.35. August live cattle was down 120 to 135.72. May feeders down 167 to 163.75. August feeders down 150 to 177.35. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 232 points. 34,575. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Propane is a safe, reliable, and clean energy source, and it's important that you are aware of these basic safety tips. Be sure that all family members are familiar with the smell of propane, know where the shutoff valve is, and what to do if a leak is suspected. Your propane provider will continue to offer a gas system check by one of their professionally trained technicians at no cost to you. Ask your provider for a pamphlet about more important propane safety info. 
energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. When you're spraying dicamba, you need it to be effective, but you also need it to be convenient. That's why Loveland Products created new Delta Complete, available exclusively at Nutrient Ag Solutions. Delta Complete offers both a DRA and VRA, plus water conditioning, a D-foam package, and a molybdenum inclusion to aid nitrogen uptake. It's the complete one-jug solution that's completely convenient, too. Ask your Nutrient Ag Solutions crop consultant about new Delta Complete. Always read and follow local guidelines and label requirements. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk, Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk, Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi, the Element Wealth Studios. We appreciate you joining us. So Bill and Perkinston corrected my pronunciation. Araby, Louisiana. I mispronounced it. I don't remember what I said, honestly, but maybe I said Arabi. I could be. Apologize for that. I'm honestly not familiar with the community in the town. I don't know that I've ever seen it printed or ever pronounced it before so or heard it pronounced so uh but i apologize for that thank you bill for correcting me i appreciate that uh someone also said i asked a question about um why people why females would use the combination of their their maiden and married name and a listener texted in on the ceasefire text line to sound more sophisticated. It's fake. Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's a women's lib thing. They don't want to lose their last name due to marriage. Okay. Well, I'm sure we're headed to a point where we're going to start reversing that, right? Where the oh, male. Of course. Does. It's already happened. It has? Yeah, where guys take the girl's name. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Well. Which, I mean, depending on where you are in the world and where you wind, wind up on the caste system or in the social hierarchy, it I it see. isn't unheard of. It is uncommon. But, yes, if, if you have a star-crossed lover situation where uh, oh, the the woman in the relationship is of a higher social class than the male, then in some parts of the world, the male may take the woman's last name. Hmm. Okay. It'll leg up on the social hierarchy. I just saw, speaking of uh, along the same lines as that topic, I just saw on the screen here in the studio Jason Rance, who's a fairly popular talk show host in the Seattle metro area, a conservative 
It's got to be tough in Seattle, right? Was it like underground? <laughs> Anyhow, he he was uh, doing an interview, and I just saw the banner on the screen there, and it said that some maternity ward in the area is uh, decided that the maternity ward is not inclusive enough. I think that's because it maybe doesn't cater to men having babies, which is not biologically possible. I'm not kidding. So we got a couple of minutes for the break here. So how many times on the show have I said, how are we ever going to agree on anything and reach consensus on policy matters if we can't agree on how many biological genders there are? Well, we have a nominee for the highest court in the land. She seems to be a bit confused about it as well. Listen to this questioning from Senator Marsha Blackburn of nominee Judge Katenji Brown-Jackson. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't. There you you go. Not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition. Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law and I decide. Well, so I'm not. The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about just last week. Need I say more? (laughs) So this highly qualified, (laughs) educated to the hilt nominee and look, the left gets indignant if you just the fact that they're even questioning her, asking questions, carrying out right the the procedures as enumerated in our Constitution, where the Senate serves in the role of advice and consent of nominees by the president. That's what they're doing here. And that was as respectful as one could be. We're not talking about looking up her dating habits or silly pictures from their high school days here. Wait, we're not defining boofing? <laughs> exactly. I thought that was a very serious conversation that we had to have while we were uh, making sure that the Supreme Court was filled with the top-notch people. What's boofing? You're killing me. But did she just not prove the point? We'll come back with more. We've got Clayton Stanley, president of the Alliance Corinth Alcorn County, Mississippi's Economic Development Agency. Stay with us. You're a better man. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. Day three of Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson's Supreme Court confirmation hearing. She's asked about government regulation of free speech. If there is speech that is an incitement to violence, that's one circumstance in which the government might be able to prevent it. But other than that, short of that, um, 
free speech is supposed to be allowed to happen. It's the fourth time she's gone through the Senate confirmation process. President Biden's on his way to Belgium now for meetings with other world leaders about the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Tomorrow, the president is expected to announce new sanctions on as many as 300 or more members of the Russian parliament, according to the Wall Street Journal. That and some new plans to help reduce Europe's dependence on Russian gas. Fox's Jackie Heinrich already in Brussels, Belgium. The president will be in Poland on Friday. On Wall Street, the Dow's down 243. America's listening to Fox News. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Teachers are getting closer to receiving their biggest pay raise in years. We now pay our teachers after the passage of this bill. Uh, our starting teachers are above not just the southeastern average, but the national average. Representative Trey Lamar on teacher pay legislation that's headed to the governor, who's expected to sign. It'll increase teacher pay by an average of over $5,000, and teacher assistants will get a $2,000 increase. That's just the state part. Most districts well, have a, a local supplement that they add on to that as well. So this is just the state-funded part. Mississippi is one of the best states for doctors. Taking into account average annual wage, hospitals per capita, and quality of public hospitals, a Wallet Hub report ranked Mississippi as the ninth best state for doctors. South Dakota placed number one. Rhode Island was ranked the worst state in the nation for doctors. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. (laughs) I I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. House Speaker Philip Gunn has been accused of holding back the $1.8 billion our state will receive in the American Rescue Plan to try to get the Senate to agree to his chamber's plan to phase out the state income tax. 
During an interview with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, Representative Fred Shank said he believes the governor will call a special session if the chambers can't come to some kind of agreement. You know, the governor's real good about, you know, if he's going to call one, like you said, it's going to be just like the medical, you know, medical marijuana. I mean, yeah. We're going to we're going to have everything ironed out prior to, you know, coming in and, and wasting a bunch we'll, of time. We will see. That's right. Efforts to add online sports betting to our state's existing sportsbook industry didn't make it through this legislative session, but Senator David Blunt says it's not a dead issue. There are talks about it for next year. Uh, the industry is still talking. There are things that they're trying to work out internally. Uh, Chairman Yuri and I have met with them, and uh, we'll continue to talk to them until we try to get everybody on the same page. Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Element Well Studios on this hump day. Joining us now, Clayton Stanley, president of the Alliance Corinth and Alcorn County, Mississippi's Economic Development Agency. Clayton, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Gerard. Glad to be here with you. You bet. So we... We wanted to talk about something that uh, I know uh, gets gets tossed about, certainly in our Congress, and and something that even uh, just a lot of Americans discuss, and that's this concern about big tech. Big tech's getting too big, too powerful, has too much control, got too much of our information, and of course, government being what it is, it. Uh, what did Ronald Reagan say? If it moves, tax it, or so, I don't remember the whole statement. But uh, uh, right, if, if if something else, regulate it, and that's what we got going on here, right? It's government's idea about everything is we could fix this problem. We just need more laws. <laughs> we we need more regulations. Uh, we need more government oversight. 
And I, I start by, having, as one who was in the technology business for a long time, I, I start by explaining what I used to explain to the investment community. Technology is like a canvas. And these technologists, these innovators, they're artists. It's what they are. It's just that their, their work product happens to be some sort of technical innovation. They start with an idea and a canvas, and they paint that essentially to solve human problems. My concern is, Clayton, when government intervenes in that, you're essentially telling Picasso what the final work of art's got to look like. That wouldn't go over very well. And that's what's going on here. Go ahead, sir. Tell us your thoughts about this and why this is uh, really not the correct approach. Well, I think you did a good job of summarizing it, but you know, we're caught in this delicate balance between um, there are privacy issues, there are censorship issues, there are some concerns on both sides of the political expre- political spectrum that have been exploited by some social media and, and to a greater extent, all big tech, and that's got to be addressed. Sure. And, and I would not contend that. Um, but what we've got to recognize is that that. Innovation of all types and our economy from top to bottom is so driven by big tech or by, by technology. And, and it is not unique to any one sector. And it's hard to wrap your mind around what tech looks like in the modern economy. And it's getting more and more engaged every day. And I frankly welcome it. We're excited about it. You know, you, you, you um, I've been on a commercial. My phone's been ringing off the hook of small town Mississippi boy who's been on a commercial talking about big tech yeah. uh, all over the country. Um, but we're embracing technology. We understand the importance of it. Uh, you know, we understood the importance of it, but how small Main Street businesses of all types were infected during the affected during the pandemic and how they could use techs, tech companies and tech platforms to keep business open and going during that. We never dreamed we'd be staring at a situation with China and the Ukraine and Russia right now that, you know, is the same issue uh, that could affect technology and emphasizes why it's so important. And if we break up big tech companies, Russia and Chinese and other bad actors have the power to to scoop them up. Yeah. You know, we're talking about intellectual property. We're talking about data security and there are flaws and they got to be addressed. But, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm much more comfortable with a large American company, you know, that, that is, is watching over that than I am bad actors from around the globe that, that, you know, we know we can't trust. Absolutely. Totally agree. And, and the, the concern you have, just as we've seen in the fossil fuels industry, we got government who gets involved and in uh, this particular government, this administration stated from the outset, we're get, we want to run these people out of business, and, and they have they got the message. So what happens is that those uh, uh, the operators in that industry, the players in that industry, say, well, heck, if the government seeks to run us out of business, we're not going to invest anymore. We can't get a return yeah. on that investment. The concern I have here is if government comes in and says. We're just going to regulate and keep regulating, and, and and to the point where we uh, we hairpin you, and you can't innovate, and you can't get a return on those innovations. 
And that really opens up the door for our most ardent foes in, in China in particular to take the lead in some of these critical areas that could mean the difference in our very survival. I think you're right. And I mean, I, your Picasso example is spot on. But, but you know, let's talk about how how innovation in tech happens. I mean, it, generally it's an idea of, of, of one person. Many times it happens in a dorm room of a college, you know, from somebody who considers himself a student and not an entrepreneur and not a, not a, you know, programmer or coder or whatever. And then boom, they have something and, and they have a desire to monetize it and they have a desire to take it to scale that they can't do from the dorm room and wherever. Yeah. Um, but they can with the assistance of somebody who's done it before. And, and it's, you know, in many cases, those same entrepreneurs, those same tech guys are the ones who come up with the next great innovation. They, they've yeah. had their appetite whetted with, with the first round of success. And from there, there's that next motivation to monetize it, to take it to the public that they, that, that, that they're excited about that keeps them going to drive that ne- next technology. And, and if, you know, we take away a potential partner in deployment, in a potential partner in in you know funding what it what pays for a whole lot of hard work and a lot of dedication um, and sacrifice, then then what's the incentive to do it? You know, it, it provides disincentive almost, and it's certainly you know America's got the best in this field. You know, we we gave up manufacturing in some in some ways. You know, arguably. 20 to 40 years ago, depending on what sector we, we shipped overseas. And, you know, I don't entirely fault us for that. Um, this is different. Uh, technology can be scooped up and taken around the globe instantaneously. And, and we're not dealing with people's, you know, um, furniture that was made overseas. We're dealing with real privacy issues that affect us all that can turn your life upside down if somebody gets their hands on it. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, it's a whole different game. And, and the thing that I, I want to talk to you about is, look, born and raised in Mississippi, and, you know, through and through Mississippi, want to see us do well. For a lot of reasons, um, we have an opportunity to capitalize on this um, as much or more than anywhere else in the country. You can do technology innovation from anywhere, particularly in an environment that's moving more and more work from home. In Corinth, I'm proud to say we've got fiber to every home. We've got great quality of life and a good place for, for a, a good school system who's training up these next innovators, I believe. And, and they're on par with anybody in, in Silicon Valley that, that does this as well. And, mm-hmm. and I think we have an attractive sales pitch that we as an entire state, as an entire region of the country needs to capitalize on. And that's why I'm proud to talk about it, to show we get it, to show its importance. And to um, and to really um, embrace the 21st century economy that that is not going away, and I'm proud it's not. I couldn't agree more. Uh, the the way to lift up every aspect of life in Mississippi, in my view, and just to imp- improve uh, our overall environment is to boost our economy, and more importantly, we've got to start keeping some of these knowledge workers that we're we're training and we're educating. And we got to do that by having a place for them to work. 
and, and we've all got to work together, your group, other economic development groups, the state level, our state leaders, our, our frankly, our Washington delegation, we all got to join together in promoting this state as a place to do uh, innovative business. Uh, it's the only way we're going to get off the bottom economically. You're absolutely right. I, you know, um, Corn's lucky. All Corn County is lucky. We have a pretty diverse economy. Yeah. Um, but we've been disproportionate towards manufacturing uh, since our inception, and and that's great. I mean, yeah. manufacturers are are good payers and very very stable. Um, but there's some people who don't want to do that, and I recognize that. And there's some who, you know, our best and brightest feel like they have to leave oftentimes. Um, and technology that you can do from a coffee shop right around the corner from my office uh, you know, can be done here and potentially keep those workers here. And we've all got to recognize that and go out of our way to embrace it. And, and you know, uh, I, I think uh, I think we're going to be successful at it. Totally agree with you. And, and anything I can do to help, man, I'm here. I totally agree with you. One, one thing I'll say, Corinth made the rotary dial telephone. Every one of them was made here from about 1975 until the breakup in 1990. Huh. At the time, hard to fathom, that was technology. Yeah. We're, we're embracing that and moving forward today, and I, and I think we need to continue. Great analogy. Clayton, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk again. Stay safe. See you, man. Thanks, Gerard. Yep. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Middays, we'll take a break right here. We'll come right back. mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. 
great service before, during, and after the sale. That's what sets Cannon Neeson of Jackson apart. This is Dave Logan. Our service department is open six days a week and no appointment is needed. Cannon Nissan Service Department can help you with tires, alignment, and oil changes. Cannon Nissan works on Nissans as well as all makes and models. And there are two master technicians ready to help you with all your service needs. Plus the friendly and professional service you've come to expect from Cannon Nissan of Jackson. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. would be uh, the great Brad Delp on the vocals there with the iconic band Boston. That is one of the most recognizable rock voices, certainly of all time. Tragic uh, ending to his life. Uh, Way too soon, though. But uh, appreciate that, um, Rhino, that bumper music. Here on Middays from the Element Well Studios, received a note from our news director, J.T. Mitchell, that Speaker of the House Philip Gunn kicked off a press briefing at 10.30 a.m., a little less than an hour ago, regarding ARPA funds and, of course, the um, work on the state income tax, the House's plan, of course, designed to phase out totally the state income tax. And I believe we may have some tweeting going on at Super Talk News on the Twitter account there, providing some updates on that. We'll have to check that out and see. But, of course, uh, folks around the Magnolia State are aware we're running out of time, as they say, one of only a few states that is not finalize the appropriation of the money, that helicopter money from the federal government that was uh, enacted in the American Rescue Plan, signed into law by President Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm seeing reporting that uh, on the obligating of ARPA funds... Mm-hmm. Gunn stated the majority will go to rural water and be spread out through broadband, law enforcement, and other areas. Okay. But any word as far as 
There, there was a little bit of quid pro quoing go, going on, I believe, between he and the Senate, the lieutenant governor. Where yeah, the new direction for the proposed uh, tax cut okay. is $100 million a year reduction in taxes until it's gone. Okay, that's down from 150, by the way. And that's only uh, after one, uh, 1.6, unless that's changed, uh, spending increases of 1.6% per year that are deemed an inflationary spending increase. So when you look at any revenues over the expenses after adding the 1.6% increase in a subsequent year, Hundred million of that excess of that surplus would be available to adjust income taxes. That's the plan, essentially. So you can do the math on that. At a hundred million a year, and the rest of it, by the way, would be would be clawed back, plowed back, and and not um, not included in any additional tax cuts. But and when you do the math on that, what it means in general is that the income tax would be eliminated over just shy of 20 years. Here's the thing, again, I think, that is, um, is, is a misconception, I think, in our state, which is that the, the eliminating of the income tax would occur, if enacted, like immediately. So goes into effect next year, no income tax. That really has never been the plan. That'd be nice, but yeah, yeah that, that was never even on the table. That was never the plan. You know, on the House side, it was achieved through increasing the personal exemption. So you guys know how that works. You take your gross income, and you subtract the personal exemption and the standard deduction. That presently stands at $6,000 for an individual the personal exemption, and the standard deduction is $2,300 for taxpayers filing as joint taxpayers, typically a married couple, of course. The personal exemption is $12,000, and the standard deduction is $4,300 for a total of $16,300. Oh, excuse me, $4,600 for a total of $16,600. It's double. In both cases, it's double. 6 to 12, 2,300 to 46. Uh, so you take that out, and whatever's left over after that, and any other sort of, but in general that, any other sort of available deductions, which aren't that many at the state level. That gets more complicated at the federal level. But nonetheless, you do that, what remains is what would be subject to income tax. And then you apply that across the present three brackets, 3%, 4%, Remember the the first uh, bracket, the 3% bracket, already is in the process of being eliminated. And um, It's got, what, another year? I think two years left, including this one, I think you're right. So anyhow, assume that's gone, then you got... Income over uh, that that number over five thousand dollars, subject to the four percent rate, and then the next uh, level is ten thousand dollars. You got five thousand at the three percent, five thousand at the four percent, five thousand uh, everything else over that. Excuse me, um, at the five percent. So that's how your income would work out. So if you made 
$20,000 for argument's sake, and you're a, a single person, you subtract uh, that $8,300 away from it, which leaves you eleven seven, and you put that on the, the um, income tax brackets, and you end up with a little bit that's taxed at $1,700 at the 5%. $5,000 at the 4%, nothing at the 3%. So $200 at the 4% and then 5% of the – I know it's a bunch of math, but that's how it works. So anyhow, the point is the, the plan, the House plan, increases that personal exemption rather dramatically. That's how it eliminates – the income tax, ultimately by increasing the exemption, which simply means that you are decreasing the amount of uh, from your income, the amount that's subject to tax. So in the present House plan, unless they've changed it, $25,000 for an individual and $50,000 for a couple. I don't think there's been any change to that that I'm aware of. That's the latest, though. So you go from $6,000 to $25,000 on the personal exemption side. So essentially, and you add to that the standard deduction of, of uh, $2,300. So um, it w- I'm sorry, it, inc- it includes that. In this plan, it actually includes that. So if your income is below $25,000 under the House plan, you pay no income taxes. That's the way it works. If you're a, a couple filing a joint return and it's below $50,000, you pay no income taxes. And in subsequent years, as that exemption increases, that goes up. That means less of your income is subject to the income tax, with the ultimate goal being to the point where none of your income is subject to the income tax. And it just it achieves that by increasing that exemption through the years. That's the, that's the plan in a nutshell. Senate plans, nothing like that. Not even remotely close. It doesn't uh, uh, do. Okay, so 3% is gone, phased out last year. So my bad on that. I lost track of the years. I, can't, I couldn't remember when. It was done over five years, and I couldn't remember when it was enacted. Okay, appreciate that. A friend texted me in that. So no 3%. It all runs together after a while. I know, and I apologize for that. But the 4% is still intact, and the 5% is still intact. That I know. There's been no law that eliminates those. And it, and this House bill, by the way, wouldn't either. It just increases the exemption so that less of your income is subject to it. That's, that is the, the model. The Senate plan, on the other hand, it... Um, it proposes to eliminate the 4% bracket uh, as a percent, at a percent a year over four years, and then it chips away at the 5% bracket to the tune of 0.1% each year over four years. So an eight-year reduction, not elimination, an eight-year reduction of the income tax. I know you're rolling your eyes. I apologize for that. But it's an eight-year plan, 1% a year of the 4% bracket, 0.1% a year of the 5% bracket for four years. At the end of the day, what happens is no 4% bracket in the Senate plan, and the 5% bracket goes to 4.6%. So your income 
doesn't start to be taxed until you get to $10,000 of taxable income under the Senate plan. That's the contrast in the two plans. And there's some other little issues as well with the grocery tax. For uh, reference, the median income in Mississippi is just north of 45000 That's the median household income. Correct. Actually, that that's also, I believe, the median... Um, the, the median uh, per capita income, which just means half or above and half or below. It's not the average, which is much less than that. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a high of 64. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low down to 42. Your Thursday will roll in with sunny skies, high near 66. Thursday evening, mostly clear, low around 40. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 68. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men and a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Albritton's Jewelers. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Teachers are getting closer to receiving their biggest pay raise in years. 
We now pay our teachers after the passage of this bill. Uh, our starting teachers are above not just the southeastern average, but the national average. Representative Trey Lamar on teacher pay legislation that's headed to the governor, who's expected to sign. It'll increase teacher pay by an average of over $5,000, and teacher assistants will get a $2,000 increase. That's just the state part. Most districts have a, a local supplement that they add on to that as well. So this is just the state-funded part. Mississippi is one of the best states for doctors. Taking into account average annual wage, hospitals per capita, and quality of public hospitals, a Wallet Hub report ranked Mississippi as the ninth best state for doctors. South Dakota placed number one. Rhode Island was ranked the worst state in the nation for doctors. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. Everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone midday super talk mississippi so i uh apologize for getting kind of into the, into the weeds and i know i have a tendency to do that i just it's an old habit can't break it just always living in numbers doing that for a living and having a having all that information uh readily available from in your brain to roll off your tongue is um, something you, I just had to do. It's part of my work. And so, anyhow. Well, data points are important. Yeah, I, I can assure you when you're in front of people writing your checks, investors and lenders and so forth, you, don't, you can't recall that from memory about your company and your industry. You don't get any money. That's, that's the way it works. 
Taxes are especially convoluted, though, because you got all the crazy tax laws and rules and regs and so many different nuances and dynamics. And in our state's relatively simple, honestly. Uh, and then when you get into the federal, in the in the thirty five thousand pages of IRS code, it's insane. It's nutty. It's crazy. And and it's just been evolved over the years because folks that make laws. They don't know what the heck they're doing with all that stuff for the most part. It's a bunch of wonky staffers that come up with all that. You know that. Yeah, this is what you need to do here. Um, it's it's no different than Mr. Stanley, who was on earlier, talking about the need to um, boost our technology um, industry in the state. I'm totally on board with that. But it it is bothersome about... When you start thinking about regulating big tech, the people who would do that in the Congress, in the White House, some of whom don't even have email accounts, does, does that not bother people? That's the people who would be making these laws? Bothers me. I, I, I can't, I know I've talked about this before, but it, it's, it's still etched in my brain is when, when Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, of course, goes to the Hill to be questioned, and one of those senators, I can't remember which one, one of the Democrat senators said, "Uh, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, uh, how exactly do you make money? I mean, it just, they're just, their lack of, and I'm not expecting them to be engineers and, you know, software developers. I'm not suggesting that at all. But would it not help to have some rudimentary knowledge of the subject matter before you start questioning people? A little bit? Yeah, I mean, the the skill set required to make it as a politician doesn't necessarily overlap in the Venn diagram of skill sets needed to excel in tech. And asking a politician's opinion on about 99% of tech questions would be like asking your barista to do your taxes for you. Good, good point. Good analogy. Now, yeah, you may run across that one politician that knows a lot about tech, just like you may run across that one barista taking accounting classes, but nine times out of ten, they're just going to look at you like, huh? Yeah. i never forget when I was first out of school working for Anderson in the group that later became Accenture, and we were, uh, we were on a big project. In, in Baton Rouge for the state retirement system, actually the teachers, the educational retirement system, which is separate in Louisiana, and we were designing and developing, first in the country, automated retirement system. And one of the partners came by to tell us about a big project they were cooking up. It was at Louisiana, Louisiana National Bank, which is a giant bank back then that got absorbed by, I can't remember, one of the big banks, one of the big national groups. But at the time, and they were looking at doing a big IT project, and and one of my peers, like me, about my age, you know, early 20s, had uh, said, well, you know, I, I like to work on that project. I, I know a lot about banks, and the partner said, well, hell, I can cash a check, too, <laughs> was his response. <laughs> Never forget that. It, it, it just was... Probably a little foolish to say when you're 23 years old. I know a lot about banks, you know, um, but that's just the way I guess we're built at that age. Uh, but 
I just thought that was funny. But nonetheless, uh, by the way, the Ronald Reagan quote that I could not recall, if it moves, tax it. If it keep move, keeps moving, regulate it. And if it stops moving, subsidize it. That was the famous quote. So I think that applies here. If it keeps moving, regulate it. That's, I think, a, a good um, um, uh, alignment with technology. And that, yeah, keeps moving. And government says, oh, you guys are moving too fast. We've got to regulate you. That's the whole point. There's got to be some, something there that can protect folks from them abusing their oligarchy, oligarch status, I should say, um, but still not impede Picasso and his canvas. That's the idea. There's got to be some happy medium there. Makes total sense. Also, the median, me, <laughs> mean, average... Uh, mean essentially is the same as as average. The median is the middle, right? Meaning half are on lower than that value and half are greater. What you actually shared with us was the median, correct? Just um, north of forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, household median income in the Magnolia State as of twenty twenty one. Right. So uh, the actual average per capita, which would be per individual, is about twenty four thousand dollars. It's much lower. So the average person, individual in Mississippi, that's about what they bring home. The household would be the combined incomes. And and what you shared was the, the middle of that. So, And that's all about how would this affect taxpayers. I think the House has stated that about half the taxpayers in the state of Mississippi, under their plan, as long as the personal exemption stays at that 2550 mark, would not, would be taken off the income tax rolls. Which makes sense if you're looking at the per capita Correct. average being just north of 25, then yeah, if, you're, if your deduction, if your exemption is 25 and you make just north of 25, then you're only being taxed on what you made over 25. And everybody under that's zero. Correct. So I think that is consistent with what the House is uh, promoting uh, as what their proposal would do. Uh, there was also a question... That uh, So you're saying that – this is Brandon from Corinth. Thank you, Brandon. So you're saying that it's going to take 20 years for us to not pay income taxes. I, yeah, what I'm saying is that if you do the math, so we presently collect just under $2 billion of income taxes. So in the, in the first cut, we're going we're gonna to get a big – not a big chunk of it, but more than the subsequent years – I think it may amount to $300 million or something like that. Somebody out there listening could probably let me know. But then it's in subsequent years $100 million. Under the plan that limited it to 150 this is my extrapolation, $150 million, it, was, uh, it would have eliminated it over about 14 years. So it stands to reason that if we're going to limit it to $100 million, you're going to increase that. You're following me there on the map right. there. So, and they may come back and say, no, we've got a different approach to that. Okay, fine, let us know. But in general, that's what that if you, If 100 million of 2 billion is gone every year, it takes 20 years. Not counting the first year, which is a little bit more, but let's put it this way it ain't next year. That's the most important takeaway from this is that it, it is a plan that phases it out. It would be virtually impossible to operate the state if you just cut the cord today and said, no more income taxes, which generates 35% or so of our total revenue. That means you'd have to cut the state budget by 35% or increase revenues or derive revenues from our other main source, which is sales tax, 
by 35% to make up for that shortfall. That's not really in the cards. That's not in the plan. So it's a, it's a phased approach. It always has been a phased approach. You recall the original plan last year had, had uh, modeled that out to eliminate it over 10 years. But that also included an increase in the sales tax. A lot of folks objected to that. They say, okay, we'll decrease the sales tax to increase to 1.5%. And that 1.5% general sales tax increase will decrease the exemptions in year one. We'll phase it out over 14 years. Then they came back apparently today and said, well, we're going to not raise the sales tax. They actually announced that a couple of weeks ago. But it sounds to me like the concession made was that we're going to phase out the income tax over a longer period of time by limiting the amount per year that can be phased out. So, yeah, take uh, it would take a long time. Now, keep in mind, the Senate does not have a plan that permanently eliminates the, the income tax at all. It just reduces taxes. It's a completely different contrast. The House, on the other hand, is is really committed to the elimination of the income tax, albeit over an extended period of time. The Senate is not. That's that's the major difference in those plans. A lot of tax talk and a lot of, but it's all about your money, folks. It's all about your money. And that's something we all gotta pay attention to. We'll come back with more. We got some sound from Kamala Harris in Louisiana from a couple of days ago. We got to get to that. Stay with us. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. 
This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. During the past several years, irrigation equipment manufacturers have been busy reinventing sprinkler systems to serve more as hired hands than just as efficient ways to water crops. From running self-diagnosis to reduced downtime and repairs to monitoring the crops in the field, the new generation of irrigation hardware is designed to help growers make better use of their water resources, meet environmental goals, operate with fewer employees, and improve harvest yields. For example, onboard center pivot cameras and aerial surveillance now keep track of insect and disease pressure in real time, while the machine also monitors overall crop health through measures of nitrogen uptake. And as this technology continues to be integrated into new products, the art and science of irrigated agriculture is changing forever. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Bad flower. Dead Poet Society. And special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday night starting at 9 p.m. here at 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi on this hump day. We are, of course, in the Element Well Studios. William and Brandon says nothing will ever top the representative asking a high-ranking military officer about the chance of Guam uh, tipping over. You know, uh, you're right, William. We got that for you right now. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. The, uh, the Guam population, I think, currently about 175,000. And again, with 8,000 Marines and their families, it's an addition of about 25,000 uh, more uh, into the population. The whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Yes, indeed. Nothing gets by Congressman Hank Johnson. <laughs> ah, that's who we are relying on to regulate the technology sector. That's the point 
right there. Thank you for inspiring the head, William. I had forgotten about old Hammer and Hank. What if the bulk of your income is Social Security for retired folks? This comes up a lot, uh, and of course, it's a legitimate question. So in Mississippi, income from retirement sources, Social Security, pensions, 401k plans, etc., is not subject to state income tax. I don't know how long that's been on the books. It's been a while. So in Mississippi, retired folks don't pay income tax. Only working people do. Uh, This does not change the income tax situation for retired people. So this is a lot like, in, in my view, the Trump tax cuts where the left said, oh my gosh, all the tax cuts went to the rich people. No, all the tax cuts went to the people who paid taxes. It's You can't cut taxes for retired folks in Mississippi because they don't pay taxes. Income taxes we're talking about. And I've seen lots of retired people say, well, what about us? We need some help. Well, what do you want? You want us to send you money? I mean, it's a serious question. That's what the Democrats in Washington do. Just send money. Right? Yesterday we talked about it. We're going to send gas cards out to everybody. Oh, no, we're going to tax. We're going to impose a windfall profits tax on the oil industry, which essentially they're trying to take a, a price of a barrel of oil at the end of 19, compare that to the price present-day price on a monthly basis, and half of the difference times all the the, uh, oil they processed and sold, times per barrel, half of that difference. So if it's, I think it was $57 at the end of 19, let's just say it's $100 um, today. You got a $43 difference. In that case, $21.50 of that would be clawed back as a tax to the government, and you know what they're going to do with it? Send it to you and me. They're going to take it from the oil companies, that's the plan, and send checks out. Oh, that'll work well, won't it? It's just so dumb, that's their solution to everything. Ronald Reagan was right. He was absolutely right. If it moves, tax it. If it keeps moving, regulate it. If it won't stop, subsidize it. That's, That's how they operate. So true. We so did anyhow. get a report on the ceasefire text line from Kirk in Columbus. Yeah. He says, I spent two years on Guam in the service, and not once <laughs> did I ever see it tilt. Not even a tilt, Kirk? Come on, man. <laughs> That's just scary. It really is. Uh, let's see. Ben from Madison says, sounds like the two chambers are slowly getting closer. Still not sure if they can get it done this session, but things can move pretty quickly. Both sides are motivated. So just, I hear you, and I agree with you, Ben, but keep this in mind. Every time, so far, it's the House making concessions, because the House, the House's plan is more dramatic in terms of, uh, and more meaningful in terms of its tax cut. And, and it's, um, intention of totally eliminating the income tax. So the fact that they're getting closer honestly means that we're chipping away at the tax cut. That's really what it means. Now, a lot of people celebrated when the House came out and said, hey, we're not going to raise the sales tax, including some members of the House, and that's fine. That's fair. A lot of people objected to that. Just keep in mind that that also meant that two things. One, okay, well, we can't reduce taxes as much in year one income taxes as we could when we did raise the sales tax slightly. And 
it's going to have to be phased out over a much longer period of time. So you're not going to get that relief. I still say I'd happy give happily give a little bit of increase on sales taxes to get more relief on income taxes. It's just a, it's math. I give you a hundred dollars, you give me a thousand. I give you nothing, you give me five hundred. I'll take I'll take the former. If you don't, well, you need to go back to math school. We're going to take a break right here. We'll come back with uh, more about taxes and Kamala Harris, too, on uh, on tape we got for you. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden says there is a real threat of Russia using chemical weapons in Ukraine. The head of NATO, Jens Stoltenberg, says that would fundamentally change the nature of the conflict. And it will be a blatant violation of uh, international law. And will have far-reaching consequences. NATO estimates seven to 15,000 Russian soldiers have died in four weeks of fighting. At her Supreme Court confirmation hearing today, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson is asked about applying the Constitution to current cases involving new technology, for example. So it's a process of uh, understanding what the core foundational principles are in the Constitution as captured by the text, um, as originally intended, and then applying those principles to modern day. She's taking questions for a second day from members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Senators hear from outside witnesses tomorrow. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll. Sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state was spared the kind of widespread destruction experienced by New Orleans East and St. Bernard Parish when tornadoes touched down Tuesday night. At the Goodman campus of Holmes Community College in Mississippi, virtually every roof was damaged. That's going to cost millions to repair. At Mississippi State, Sid Salter tells us several trees came down blocking Hardy Road. We had another uh, old oak behind the north end of the Chapel of Memories that split and came down. Three or four cars got pretty significant damage. 
Uh, we, we came back online, normal operations uh, this morning. Whatever hit us, we believe it was straight line winds in the 60 mile an hour range. But whatever hit us uh, picked up and then came back down in Clay County uh, near the Yokohama plant. And there was uh, a good bit of damage. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. FEMA assessments after last night's storm so far showing 12 counties reporting damage to home and two injuries in Mississippi. In February, Texas A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher called Lane Kiffin and other SEC coaches clown acts for saying NIL played a role in the Aggies' number one recruiting class. Irresponsible as hell. Multiple coaches in our league. And the guys griping about NIL griping about transfer reporter, using it the most and bragging about it the most. Yesterday, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin responded. I love that the players are getting paid, and I just say how it is. So, you know, I mean, I guess I got called a clown before for saying how it is. NIL has a lot to do with where players go, and to not think that's crazy. The Rebels defeated the Aggies 29-19 during last year's matchup and are set to play this year on October 29th. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Thanks for joining us here on Middays from the Element Well Studios, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino on this. Hump day. Sometimes this is on the ceasefire text line, talking about the question from Senator Marsha Blackburn yesterday, questioning Supreme Court nominee, a Judge uh, Katanji Brown, and uh, she asked her, if she could define a woman. What is a woman? And she really, I, I can't. She said that. Believe that. Well, I'm maybe paraphrasing a bit, but she didn't come out and say, yeah, well, a woman is this. Certainly she did not. Katanji Brown Jackson. On the ceasefire text line, sometimes the woman has accomplishments or is very established before she was married, PhD, etc. That's the only reason I've ever heard of a woman not taking on their married name, and, and I guess we were talking about how a lot of women will have a hyphenated name that includes their maiden and their married name, right? Yeah, I had a professor in college that she got her doctorate before she met her husband, so she went from Miss to Doctor to Mrs., and she never changed the name because it was just in the system. But then, to talking to her... She changed her name on her on her ID, legal documents, and stuff like that. She just went by her old name because that's the name she got her doctorate in. Yeah. Okay. So that's the name on her doctorate when and, you go to her office. Uh, and to be clear, I'm not being critical uh, of people that do that. I, I don't have any particular problem or, or grievance, objection to that. I, I kind of draw the line when a college says, though, hey, just tell us what you want your first name to be. I, I just think... That's just virtue-signaling, valueless nonsense, in my view. Now, somebody yesterday said, well, a lot of parents give their kids really bad names. <laughs> but, okay, why don't you go sit down with your parents and say, you know, Mom, Dad, if you got that, if you're fortunate enough to have that in, in, uh, in your household, I don't really like that name. Would you do that? Can you imagine a child doing that? I and is that shouldn't you at least check it out with them before you go off to college? And I don't know, maybe you're looking at something that they're a, a person who gets reported in the uh, in the college's news, for example. And they look there, say, "Well, the parent sees that, not being aware, they've changed their first name. Who's that? That's kind of weird. It's just disrespectful, in my view." So. <laughs> Anyhow, Larry and Jackson says, you don't have to be a biologist to know if someone was born with a penis or not. That's absolutely true. Now, generally speaking, if I were asked that question, somebody did, by the way, ask me if I would, I guess, answer that question, what is a woman? An adult female human. Yeah. Uh, and then the question, of course, could come up. I mean, in simplest terms, I mean, you could break it down to... Uh... Eularian development in utero, leading to eugenesis. That's right. And, and Or on the flip side, Wolfian development in utero, leading to spermatogenesis. Okay. Well, you know more about that than I do. What I remember from my old biology classes were the chromosome situation, right? Yeah, typically XXXY. Yeah, XXXY. And I want to say, uh, as an elective, I know this maybe sounds crazy when I was in school, as an elective, I took a course called Human Reproduction. 
What a mistake that was. I kind of had an interest in biology, and it was like, for an accounting and economics major, why did I take a 400-level <laughs> biology class? Because everybody in there was going to be a doctor, all 10 of them in the class. It was actually pretty dang hard, and it got into a whole the, the details of all that stuff. See, I did something similar, but I dropped that class in a heartbeat. I wish I would have. <laughs> I, I took a class called sight reading, thinking, oh, it'll teach me how to play piano. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. you got to know how to read music in sight reading class. So I show up a week after class starts because I just had a thing. I didn't go to the first day of class because it was all just syllabus and tell us your name. And I, I could I get an extra eight hours sleep. <laughs> so I went, showed up the first week of class but not the first day and walk in and everybody's kind of looking at me and then professor comes in and starts playing and everybody starts scribbling i'm going this ain't for me (laughs) i love music but this ain't for me well i hear you i think i barely pulled out a b a low b only because it was curved because like everybody failed the test straight up had to be curved uh and look, the professor was brilliant and just got into out of the book and into all sorts of details that were just way over our heads. But I want to say, you probably know about this, that uh, so when the fetus is developing and, and it's working its way towards some particular biological sex, right, that is it the male or the female is like the absence of the other? Like, it starts out this way, and then something else – I can't remember if it if it works. Maybe it's I, – I don't remember, honestly. I hesitate uh, Generally, you, all life begins as female and then can develop as male. Okay. that's. I was actually going to say that. That's the way I recall it, but I wasn't sure, and I know you're more current on that stuff than I am. But the, uh, it is uh, – so for the record – I, I actually did some research on that. I won't say why, but it was it was about four years ago. Okay, and I and I do know that there are situations where a child is born and it's not evident, right? You're you're Correct. familiar with that. Um, but it is a teeny tiny fraction of births that come out that way, and sometimes, literally, the physician has to make a call. Correct. All right. So I, 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 it's exactly what was explained to me by a physician that does this. And there ain't many of them, by the way. That's a pretty rare specialty. But the point is, it's rare. So to Kentonji Brown, in general, why couldn't you just say something that was a little bit more sensible? Um, that, it, you know, it's based on the biological assignment at birth. That Wouldn't that have sufficed at a minimum? Because you know where she's going with this. So afraid of offending, I don't know, transgender swimmers that are taking away the awards and hacking everybody off, even people on the left. Because that's where this is going. Remember the story we shared uh, several months ago about, uh, what was it, the, uh, the Lancet, which is kind of the equivalent to um, New England Journal of Medicine. In this country, Lancet of the UK, right? Uh, kind of the authority on on uh, reporting on the medical industry, and they, they had a report where a couple of hospitals in the UK had banned the word breastfeeding. Remember that? And they had required they had to use chest, feeding. chest feeding, right? It's that kind of junk. 
that's going on. It's it's Jason Rance that I just talked about uh, was being interviewed on the tube here earlier, uh, discussing a hospital in Seattle that is concerned that their maternity ward is not gender inclusive enough. It so where do we get to the point where just these more rare and infrequent conditions? seem to be driving all policy, driving our culture, every aspect of it. And that's not to say that we should not, to some extent, be at least fair and accommodate them as humans. Of course we should. But when we start letting males swim in races, and we start trying to take maternity wards and convert them to to not be reflective of the people who actually have babies, which I still think, even with all this confusion about gender, still for the most part believe only a female has all the innards necessary to conceive and deliver a child, birth a yeah, child. Yeah, to, to naturally give birth, you have to produce eggs and at some point have them fertilized. Okay. So wouldn't that be, how about that, a person who can bear a child? Maybe that is the definition of a woman. I mean, that's... Close as any. But couldn't you say that and say, hey, maybe there's some really, really rare, infrequent, almost freakish level occurrences of extenuating circumstances? It's biology. Of course there are. But even in every example of an abnormality, it falls into one of two camps. Either in utero development as a female or in utero development as a male. There may not be external presenting stimuli or criteria that the doctor can see at birth, but there was still development along one of two paths in utero. Well, in fairness to the judge, she said, I'm not a biologist, but here's the problem, judge. More of this sort of stuff is going to come before you in that court. You better start learning about it or get somebody to help you. Maybe you should have been a little bit better prepared. I thought it was a reasonable question from the senator. I really did. We'll step aside right here. I promise you we got the sound. We'll get to that when we come back from Kamala because it's, uh, it's it has entertainment value here on Middays from the Element Well Studios. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. With a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. That was well timed there, uh, Rhino. Who's that lady? What is a lady? <laughs> uh, so a friend. Well, it is different. There is a difference in a lady and a woman. You're right about that. Um, uh, right. How about uh, a male and a gentleman? Same deal. Uh, so I did invoke the word innards in the last segment, and a friend texted in and said, I didn't realize you had a medical background using those technical biological terms, right? Oh, geez. It's in your innards just past the whatchamacallit, behind the who does it. <laughs> that works. That works. You know what I was talking about. You know the thing in that one. We hold these truths to be self out. You know the thing. <laughs> Speaking of gaffes, what about the vice president of these United States, Kamala Harris, 
she's a walking train wreck. Every time she gets out public and addresses people, it's word salad. But the thing that, that uh, I guess that gets to me the most that I recognize is if you see the video of her doing it, it's with such intensity and and so serious. Her body English, her gestures, it's like I'm so serious at delivering this message and I'm scanning the crowd and making eye contact, but the words coming out of my mouth are nonsensical. Here's an example of from uh, her being in Louisiana a couple of days ago, I believe. The governor and I, and we were all... Um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children, what in the hell is she talking about? Lay these wires. <laughs> Somebody help us. Now, of course, if you, I guess, have a little fun with it, as we are here, you're a racist, right? See, that's the problem. But why did she get nominated? Why was she selected, I should say? He said it, didn't he? Right after, uh, well, during the campaign. And after he won the nomination, Joe Biden. It's going to be a black female. Everybody else, you got no chance. On the ceasefire text line, Scott in Rankin County. She's talking about the significance of the passage of time, Gerard. <laughs> and then Moe's on the ceasefire text line. At least she didn't forget about the passage of time. <laughs> Well, she got that part right. Lucas and Union on the ceasefire sex line. Guys, guys, <laughs> she's talking about the passage of time. Uh, what did Derek and Greenwood say? It sounds like my sixth grader wrote that. <laughs> and again, you, you got to share the video, Rhino, because you 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 do. When you watch or you observe her, it's like with such intensity and. So serious, the head is moving around and the gestures. It's the and she's shaking that head, you know, in acknowledgement. Do you think the folks she's addressing, you think they're shaking their head as well in agreement? Yeah, the passage of time, Vice President. It's all about that. Passage of time. You think so? Or do you think they're scratching their heads wondering, what is she talking about? Hey, did you get what she was talking about? That's the conversations afterwards, right? No, I didn't. I was hoping you did, and you'd explain it. Oh, gosh. That's our vice president. 330 million people, and that's the best we can do. And, and again, it'd be, it'd be different if this was an anomaly. It's like Joe, but it's constant. It's continuous. It's every time. It was the cackling, laughing fit she had uh, in Germany, right? Uh, was it Germany or Poland a couple of weeks ago? When she went visited over there. I'm going to say maybe it was Poland. Poland, yeah. Yeah. With the Poland president, right? On the stage there at the podium. And it's like, no, this isn't, this isn't right. This is, this is constant. 
It's it's every single time, and it's honestly, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for this country. And I'm not saying Democrats have the franchise on being embarrassments from a political. I'm not saying that at all. But that's who's the vice president. It's fair game. He's the president. He's fair game. Just simple as that. And uh, Judge Brown, she's fair game in her no answer to what is a woman. And I don't know if you saw the questioning yesterday, folks. Cruz and others asked her about her leniency on sex offenders. I think it was uh, maybe Sass, Senator Ben Sass, asked her some questions on that topic as well. And and I'm paraphrasing here, but I, I listened to her remarks, her response there. And it, it was word salad, honestly. She really couldn't explain it and didn't give what I thought was a, a, a plausible, uh, valid, substantiated answer. Because there really isn't one when you look at the facts of the matter. That's right. But she's, When you're prosecuting a child pornography or child molestation case and the prosecution asks for, say, 10 years, and the defense... The people charged with not putting this person in jail for any longer than they need to be there asks for two years, and you give them a year. How did you get to a year? That's exactly what happened. That that was an actual case. You're exactly right. But what I took from her remarks was something to the effect, I don't know if you, you read it or saw it, but... Well, you know, because this child pornography is so easily transmissible, so widely available with the advent of the Internet and electronic media, you're just more likely to have it, you know what I'm saying, and more more likely to be engaged in it. Therefore, because it's more pervasive, it's just a little bit more, it's not as difficult to obtain and have in your possession as it was when it was just all printed, hard copy matter. Well, we got to go easier on you. That's my takeaway from it. She did invoke the Internet, electronics. She did say something to that effect. And I felt like it was, it was almost a crutch as a kind of a weak excuse when I believe the reality is uh, she's kind of in that woke category. There's some folks that don't really think that's a problem. You know, pedophilia, for example. No, that's that's really okay. There's a move in this country to normalize that. It's the problem with being so tolerant that your brain falls out. You got it. Perfect. Yep. It, you you've just lost any any sense of of uh, th- rational thought of logic it's it's the old heck we can't tell already we don't know what a what a biological sex is we can't come to a consensus on that a general consensus we also can't agree on what's pass fail win lose good bad we can't well it's okay if they burn buildings over there if it's in protest of some cause we support but, oh, my gosh, if they do it over there, we can't do it. It's, it's the nuclear power thing we talked about earlier. We can't do that in this country. Oh, but it's okay if Russia builds nuclear power plants in Iran. We're, we're at least, it's not in this country, uh, as far as, you know, contributing to climate change and the risk of all that sort of stuff. It, it only matters when it's in the United States, apparently. Like, we're solely responsible 
for every climate change risk. And I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but the International Energy Agency, it had some suggestions on dealing with climate change. Not sure if you guys caught this or not. Reduce your speed limit on highways. Work from home some more. Make public transport cheaper. Take alternate private car roads. I don't even know what that means. Increase car sharing. Use high-speed trains. Avoid business air travel. But this one was my favorite. Car-free Sundays. Don't drive on Sunday anymore. Just leave your car parked. Zoom into church. Don't work. Shut the I'm serious. That's what they're proposing. Car-free Sundays. Why not Saturday? <laughs> Have they know. not heard of a leisurely Sunday afternoon drive? It's a good point. That just seems dumb on the face of it. Like, the, they didn't take three seconds to think about it. <laughs> the left solution on, on almost everything is, you just got to d- do with less. They never think about solving problems and producing more. It's always less, less, less. More government, less for you. We'll take a break right here on Middays from the Element Well Studios. This is great, balls of fire. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a high of 64. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low down to 42. Your Thursday will roll in with sunny skies, high near 66. Thursday evening, mostly clear, low around 40. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 68. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Dream, the new degree of comfort. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state was spared the kind of widespread destruction experienced by New Orleans East and St. Bernard Parish when tornadoes touched down Tuesday night. At the Goodman campus of Holmes Community College in Mississippi, virtually every roof was damaged. That's going to cost millions to repair. At Mississippi State, Sid Salter tells us several trees came down blocking Hardy Road. We had another Uh, old oak behind the north end of the Chapel of Memories that split and came down. Three or four cars got pretty significant damage. Uh, We we came back online, normal operations uh, this morning. Whatever hit us, we believe it was straight line winds in the 60 mile an hour range, but whatever hit us uh, picked up and then came back down in Clay County. Uh, near the Yokohama plant, and there was uh, a good bit of damage. Hey folks, Steve Azar, thrilled to announce our second annual Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival on the farm in Leland, Mississippi at the very cool Janet Dunley. April 8th and April 9th, I'll be bringing in over a dozen of my hit songwriting pals from Music City, telling the stories behind the hits. We'll have the food trucks, you bring the blankets and the lawn chairs, and kids under 12 are free. If you haven't ever seen or heard a songwriter bear their heart and soul, well then you haven't heard the hit song at all. Go to Mockingbird2022.eventbrite.com to get your tickets. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your blind tie affair. The last one to know. 
The last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne. The great Garth Brooks. Said, honey, we may be thrilled, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in all places where the whiskey drowns and the beer. You gotta love the way he accentuates the low places. <laughs> Makes it easier to sing along when you've had a few. <laughs> You're <laughs> doing that, right? <laughs> oh, thanks so much for joining us here on Middays. If you want to do away with the state income tax, why not cut the sales tax to 5%? Do away with the state income tax, but apply the sales tax to everything we spend our money on. Uh, it is true that in uh, conservative circles... It is believed that taxing consumption is more efficient, more fair, than taxing income. Taxing income is considered, in, in the conservative domain, to be punitive. Whereas taxing consumption is, because, it, because it's, uh, it's compulsory, is one big reason. You don't pay your income tax... Uh, they come cart you away, put you in jail. You uh, you don't have to buy something. Therefore, you could avoid paying sales tax. Now, I, I, I get it. That's not practical. you got to buy stuff to live. But nonetheless, there are things we all buy for the most part that we don't need necessarily to live. We do it because it's... Just the way we conduct our lives. That's fine. That's what makes our economy vibrant. But uh, it's an interesting approach. So here's the reason, though, that would never fly. And I mean fly from a political perspective. Because that's considered regressive. And what I mean by that is you cannot avoid paying sales taxes uh, on what you buy. And you're gonna you gotta buy stuff to live. You gotta have housing, you gotta have food, gotta have clothes, gotta have energy, power. Presently, a lot of the things that we spend our money on are not subject to sales tax. And I think this is this is where we sort of uh, fail, I think, to recognize that when you look at increasing the general sales tax, even in the original House plan, which would have taken it from 7 to 9, and then that was uh, amended to go from 7 to 8.5, and now it's no increase whatsoever, the the present plan. Uh, even under those circumstances, when you went from 7 to 9, 7 to 8.5, when you look at the typical household, and what they spend their money on, the vast majority of your spending doesn't go on things that are subject to the general sales tax. Your mortgage, your rent, your water, your, your electricity, your insurance, your medical, other professional services, your gas, 
There's no sales tax on that. Um, and there and there's some other professional services as well. I think I said that that are not subject to the general sales tax. But and so when you drill down and really do uh, a, a complete analysis of how your money is allocated across those various categories, what you'll find is that there's really not a lot you spend your money on. Relatively speaking, t- typical household. Now I know there are exceptions, of course, but in the, in the typical household, and you're looking at, in particular, at the lower end of the income spectrum. Let's, let's think about that. So, if you were to eliminate the income tax totally and convert that totally to a consumption tax, but tax all consumption, including mortgage and rent and power and gas and insurance and medical services and other professional services, etc. Um, that would pretty much ensnare every taxpayer, whereas the income tax does not, and it is progressive. First 5000 not subject to any income tax. That's taxable income after you reduce it. So that's the reason that, in my view, would not score well politically, because it would, in, in fact, it would result in people that don't pay or pay very little income tax would be paying um, more in overall taxes, uh, talking about the lower end of the income spectrum, because everything's subject to a sales tax. Uh, now, at the federal level, it, it even gets more striking, because we discussed this before, recent reports from the Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics, by the way, I didn't make this up, 60% of households in this country paid no federal income taxes last year. None. 60%. So 40% of the households in the country are funding the nation's operations, its functions, for the entire 100%. And then when you drill into that, you find that the top 10%, I think the last data I looked at, 10% of taxpayers, pay between 75 and 90 percent of all the taxes. Yet the Democrats continuously beat the drum. The rich got to pay their fair share. Well, help me understand. You know this question about define woman? You ever ask the Democrats to define fair share? You, you see, they, they can't. They won't. Well, I, what, what are they going to say? Like Kentaji Brown, the judge, said, I'm not a biologist. What are they going to say? Well, I'm not a tax expert. I'm not an accountant. I'm not a sociologist. Not a household finance guru. I'm not a Dave Ramsey. What's fair share? They can't answer that. I don't know. When you look at such a small fraction of the population paying the lion's share of the taxes, is that fair? Well, that's what you hear. All the time. I don't I don't get it. I really don't. Higher taxpayers would be paying a lot more too, says this person on the ceasefire text line. Not necessarily. What makes you think that higher income taxpayers would spend all their money on on things? So that's that's the argument you get um, against this kind of plan. The lower income taxpayers would have to spend all their money because most of them don't. Don't save. They don't have any way to save. They don't have enough money to hold back and invest and save. 
Whereas the higher-end taxpayers, uh, they could live and spend the exact same amount of money as the lower-end taxpayers. I'm not saying they would, but I'm saying that they, it's plausible that they could. The other thing that government doesn't like about this, it's not predictable. Pretty, the, the income tax is a lot more predictable. And I'm not arguing against the proposal, by the way. I, I'm just trying to share what I think and what I've seen is, is um, objections. The so-called fair tax, flat tax, totally con- conversion, total conversion to a consumption tax away from an income tax. Th- these are typically the, the talking points that, that come up as um, objections. Joe Meridian did remind as well, I just want to point out, the 3% ended, uh, the 3% bracket in Mississippi with this last year's tax filing. And I do appreciate that. I just lost track of of uh, when that was enacted, Joe. And, and as I said, I, I didn't see that until now. But my friend texted me and said, yeah, that uh, we just ended that. So I, I wasn't sure if we had one or two years left. Turns out we have zero. So the 3% bracket is gone. Appreciate that. Uh, there was something else that uh, came up. Some women got their law degrees and passed the bar before they were married. They were known by that name first. Talking about this use of of the uh, maiden and married name. And it's fair enough. I get that. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure uh, how big a deal that is. It's not really a big deal to me. It's a bigger deal that you just show up to a college. To me, I think, and you just have this option of just dreaming up whatever name you. I think that all kind of fits in to this same sort of concept of I'm just whatever sex or gender I identify as, a race, we've seen that too happen, and I think that's just a fraud. I mean, Elizabeth Warren, right? Well, I mean, what happens when some smart-alecky kid gets there for his uh, first day and says, my name is your Royal Highness Apache Attack Helicopter, and you must call me by that every time you talk to me? Is crazy, or even worse. What if somebody comes in and really wants to be edgy and go, "You got to call me Hitler." <laughs> I like Sir. How about that one? My first name is Sir. <laughs> it it's I don't know what. Why is that such a big deal? Maybe I'm missing out. It's not. I'm a I'm somebody that grew up going by my middle name, not my first name. So I spent all of my time in school. Hey, yeah, no, that's me. I go by this. <laughs> it's not that hard. I, I totally agree. We got another segment left as Johnny Cash bumps us out from the Element Well studio. Stay with us. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. 
March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 200 50,000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all new state of the art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com See dealer for details with approved credit Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Hall. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own, Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. Non-points. Dead Poets Society. And special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, midday Super Talk Mississippi. So, uh, the individual that 
advocates for elimination of the income tax in favor of the uh, 5% sales tax on everything, says think about all the things wealthy individuals spend their money on that is exempt from state income tax. Think about all the things non-wealthy individuals spend their money on that's exempt. It's way more a portion yeah, of their income. Yeah, it's all about the percentage of your total income. Right. And that's why, it's what I was the point I was trying to make, that's why this won't get any traction. Because it would uh, have more of an impact on the lower income strata than the higher income. The other point is the, the wealthier individuals can spend a limited amount of their income uh, which would be subject to this sales tax if it were implemented, but they would not. Should we tax, which is what the federal government, uh, Democrats, want to do, should we tax, for example, investment transactions? Should we tax your banking transactions? That's been proposed. You put money in the bank, take money out, they want to tax it. It's a way to raise revenue. If your income's above a certain level, see what I mean? So that the the issue always gets complicated on tax what exactly that's where we get so sideways in tax discussions you hear a lot of people say we just need a flat tax a flat tax on what and if you say well on on income how much people make okay there are about 10,000 pages of IRS code that are used to codify and define how to calculate income and you could get into some crazy situations that I won't bore you with on what constitutes income. Uh, gosh, I, I personally dealt with one. When you deal with business transactions and combinations and mergers and acquisitions, it's brutally complicated. And by the way, lawyers that advise and help on that, you can't believe what they get an hour. Amongst the highest paid of all uh, legal practice areas. Uh, just because somebody that can make heads or tails out of all that IRS geeked up code and and apply that you know pr- to a pro- from a practical perspective, that's hard. Uh, Jason says Mike Braun from Indiana, you you know something about this was uh, a member of Congress that said the SCOTUS was wrong to strike down laws criminalizing interracial marriage. But there's context on that, isn't there, Rhino? Yeah, it seems like he was trying to make a states' rights argument that a lot of these issues shouldn't be argued at the federal level. It should be left up to the state. That's a plausible argument. So he didn't come out and say, I oppose interracial marriage. He didn't say that. No, he came out and said, I believe it's the Loving Supreme Court case that it's referred to. Okay. And he came out and said that it shouldn't have been a federal matter, it should have been a state's matter. Which is exactly what um, I, I submit is being argued here pretty soon in front of the Supreme Court, uh, fi- the lawsuit filed by our own Attorney General with respect to Roe v. Wade, which essentially, is this accurate to say? Roe v. Wade um, essentially ruled that an abortion is a constitutional right. To a certain extent, yeah. Okay. I mean, but when it gets protected to the... Protected by the Constitution, protect, maybe not rising to the point of a right. Okay. But when it gets to the Supreme Court, that's what it's all about. Correct. Right? That's what their job is. So... Yeah, you're weighing it against the Constitution. Right. Not state laws. You may weigh state laws against the Constitution. Correct. Okay. 
Just want to clarify that. Joe in Meridian says it sounds fair when you don't pay any taxes and someone else does. You're right, Joe. That, that's what the definition of fair is to a lot of people. Oh, not me, them. It's that's the way you do. It's so true, Joe. I'm laughing you're, at the uh, the ceasefire text line from the 601. I thought, with the passage of time in my 45-year work life, paying my fair share of income tax would not hurt so much. (laughs) Arlen in Wayne County says all of this naming stuff is Johnny Cash's fault. He was a boy named Sue. You couldn't even play that anymore, could you? You'd get canceled. That's a great one there, Arlen. Wouldn't it technically be his dad's fault? (laughs) That's right. Oh, gosh. Okay, this is getting irritating. Sports and bathrooms anatomy determines what or where you use or play. Students can be their ID number. I agree. Uh, also, someone, um, that was Paula Meridian. Thanks for that, Paul. Mississippi Today article, I did read this, accused Speaker Gunn of running illegal meetings. And so, uh, anything to that or just BS? So, yeah, it, it, the Speaker does conduct, um, as do a lot of political leaders in their respective uh, chamber environments. They'll conduct meetings of their caucus or groups that are closed. And the speaker has responded to that and said, look, caucus meetings are not the entire body and therefore are not a, an official public sector entity and not subject to this. Now, if somebody wants to sue and take him to court on that, I guess they can. I don't think they're going to win. This is pretty common, honestly. So I don't really think... Um, that's a problem. Identify by the name Daddy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Carolyn Cartwell uh, and uh, excuse me, Starkville says this is a new world order in action. Weaken American America and support communism. It, it scares me too. Carol, appreciate you listening every day and sending us uh, your thoughts. Really do. We're out of time here though on middays, but. No fear, we'll be back with you again tomorrow from the Element Well Studios. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.